Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast with John and Hannah. Hi. And because we can't go on a real pub crawl, Hannah's going to be taking me on a virtual pub crawl. So, I had this idea after we were doing the Hex Flowers thing. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with Hex Flowers, they are a random sort of chart that was created by Goblin's henchmen. And the idea is it's a sort of a random chart, but with a bit of a memory in inverted commas, because the position you end up in on the chart affects your next roll. We'll put a link to our original post and to Goblin's henchmen's Hex Flowers in the description of this show. And... That particular post was about barroom brawls. Yeah. And we made this little mini game and it was quite good fun. Just two of us sitting playing this mini game. Yeah. And I kind of thought, oh, well, it is quite good fun, but it's not really got a lot of sort of replayability as it stands. Yeah, I can see what you mean. I mean, the obviously the results are different each time you run it because it's a random chart but one game to the next has the same array of possibilities within the same chart. However, if there were two or three possibilities on that chart that were specific to the pub, okay, and you had a load of pubs to choose from, it could make for quite an entertaining little mini-game, the sort of thing that you might play in the pub at a convention, or just of an evening... So how would that work? Are you suggesting we have like a, a different hex flower for each pub or...? Well, I think probably you'd use one hex flower for the whole game. Okay. And then just have a couple of points on it that are like pub-specific event number one, pub-specific event number two, pub-specific event number three. And have a list of that on your splat page of your pubs. Okay, so would you have specific pub events, like say event one, two and three, that are on the chart, or would you have just like roll a specific pub event and have like a little table for that specific pub? Well, either one of those would work. Okay. Um, There's something to play test. Indeed. So the first pub that came to my mind for this sort of thing was The Slaughtered Lamb. Oh, right, yeah, from American Wolf in London. And then I was trying to think of, like, other similar pubs in fiction and was thinking of the Green Man from The Wicker Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, quick, quick, quick question. Uh, obviously, the actual, like, hex flower only deals with, sort of, like, when a bar and brawl breaks out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that you're not going to say as soon as you walk into one of these pubs, there's, like, a bar and brawl on the go. No, and that was something else I wanted to ask you about. Would there be, like, a chart... Well, I suppose you could effectively just make that the whole game as per, like, the old um, Warhammer barroom brawl game. But... I think they did a D&D one as well, didn't they, at some point? I don't know. I'm sure they did. I just remember it being in, like, a White Dwarf magazine at some point and being quite an entertaining little game. Okay. Um... But this would obviously be considerably simpler than that. A lot more narrative, a lot less miniatures driven. Okay. And 
Well, I mean, yeah. one, thing I'm a, one thing I'm a fan of at the minute, and this is mainly from sort of like old-school essentials, is the idea of you have everything that you want for a particular, like, thing or element mm-hmm. of your game on, like, a single double-page spread. So you can open the book on the page in front of you and you've got everything to do with that thing in front of you. Okay. Rather than having to, like, flip through the book. So reducing it all down to a single page. Well, I'd say like a double page spread, basically. Yeah, so just draw draw a line down the middle of it. You might want to use the black pen, that one. The ink takes ages to dry with that one. Okay. So a double page spread, you say? Yep. So if we were to get something like this sheet of A3 paper here. Yep. And draw a line down the middle of it. Yeah, so we need to work out what we want. Now, obviously, as we say, we're not going to be throwing people into a barroom brawl as soon as they arrive at the pub. So I'd suggest on the first page, on the left side, have, like, like the name of the pub, your other non-barroom brawl-related stuff. Mm-hmm. Then on the second page, have, like, the hex flower and maybe, like, the sort of, like, pub-specific event table, like, underneath mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you need, like, the pub name, uh, a brief description, presumably, of the pub. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd suggest a brief description of the landlord or landlady. Um, maybe, a, maybe, like, a couple of examples of, like, the sort of, like, food and drink that's available there. Let's face it, it's always fun to have some, like, random, ridiculously named, like, beer or, like, food at a pub. Then perhaps a... Like what I would like to suggest is that at the bottom of this page we have a mystery. So, for example, the uh, slaughtered lamb. Why are there always lock-ins on full moons? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the wicker man, um, or the green man, rather. Why is the landlord's daughter well, so Instead of making it a mystery, why don't we say three <coughs> questions about each pub... And then you don't put answers down for them. They're like three questions that you can sort of play to find out, or you can sort of answer as befits your own campaign. That's it. You you play it between you. Yeah. And I would also suggest that we can squeeze it in on that page. Maybe having like a a small random table of like normal events that might go on while the players are in the pub, and perhaps one of them could be like our brawl kicks off, and that'd be when you'd move on to your second page for like your hex flower. Then, like I say, on the second page, I'd suggest you have like the hex flower. Mm-hmm. Or, if you're thinking of doing a few of them, I'm like, you still really want to have it there, so you can just have the double page. But yeah, so if you he- I'd say the top half of the second page will be like your hex flower. So, you've got like your hex flower there, and like your key to it there, or whatever. Then, I would suggest underneath there, you have like your table for like pub-specific events as featured on the the Hex Flower. Here's what I would suggest. We have a 20-minute break. I fill all this in. We come back and we have a game of this. We have a... Well, yeah, we'll need to rework the Hex Flower because it doesn't have any pub-specific events on it at the minute. Yeah, well, that won't take me long. Okay, fair enough. I'll that out for us. Okay, all right, so... We'll be back in a minute when Hannah's had a chance to make a few of her notes and we'll we'll test out this layout and see how it works. 
and what we'll do is we'll take a, a picture or a scan of this sort of like document and we'll put it on the, the blog post that's going along with this episode. So we'll catch you in 20. And thanks for the wonders of technology, we're back like we never left. Hannah's going to give a brief rundown of how this is going to all work, but since we're talking about pub crawls, first of all we're going to crack open a beverage. Okay, so how's this going to work then, love? So, it is looking a lot more board gamey than it was before, but that's fine by me. Yep. Um, it's a very plot-led sort of an idea, but let's go with it. Objective, survive the pub crawl. Yeah, sounds reasonable. First thing to do, as with any pub crawl, you need to agree on what pubs you're going to. Yeah, how many there are, yeah. So I would love to have a book with 50 pubs in, but for now we've got one example pub. So are we going to do that like multiple times? or? Yeah, I would normally suggest that you do, well, at a guess, you'd want to do at least three pubs in this game. So, so we're going to do the same one three times? We're going to go to the same one three times. Okay. Uh, step two would be to define who your characters are. So I'm going to be a bard. You're going to be... And I'm going to be playing a dwarf who is effectively, old D&D style, is a fighter. Sure, they've got some abilities that mean they're great in dungeons, but we're in a pub, so it's not really <laughs> going to come into play. So all we need to keep in mind is I'm a sort of fighter-y character mm-hmm. with a beard. In future, it'd be nice to have another chart that gave each character class a particular ability within the game or something like that, just so you can customise it that bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's not really that important to see whether the game would work. Yeah. Uh, step three would be select which pubs you're going to. Well, we've only got one, so we go in there. Makes it nice and easy. That's how I like my pub crawls. <laughs> step four. In each pub, going to roleplay three rounds. Okay. So you say roleplay, how's that going to work? Is it going to be like a normal roleplay session? or Sort of. Um, we've got a little description to look at. Then we're going to roll a random event for what's happening in the pub. We're going to decide how we react to it. Okay, cool. Effectively, you get to GM for me, I get to GM for you. A lot more. This is just about having a laugh with your mates while we're all stuck in lockdown. So, each pub is going to have a number of NPC boxes. Okay. Since we're right at the start of this and we just want to see how it goes. Yeah, just a little play test, isn't it? This pub has three NPC boxes. Okay. And that we have one per player plus one per pub, which makes five. And as we said, if this seems a little bit bewildering, as we mentioned earlier, it does relate to a previous episode we did and a post that we put on the blog, and there'll be links to those. So if you don't get all of this straight away, don't worry about it. Go back, have a look at that blog post, have a listen to that original episode, and we'll show you pick it up. It's really not complicated. So, Mm -hmm. Dwarven Fighter, what's your name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Normally I'd just fire up like a random Dwarven name generator and... uh, I don't know, I'll go for Ragnar, that's a stereotypical name. Oh, now I've got to give you a name, haven't I? Well, if I'm going for my standard Bard character, then it'd best be called Kate Short for Bob. <laughs> I'm just putting down Kate, so I'm not saying Kate Marvelous. Short for Bob all the time. So, okay. where's my little description? We enter the slaughtered man, walking past the dogs chained outside. The locals turn and stare. Silence fills the room, and the Rubenesque landlady gruffly asks, 
are you local? Well, since since I'm a dwarf and I'm in a tavern full of humans, I'm just going to like and just like look up and down because I'm obviously not local because I'm a dwarf. But I assume I'm used to this sort of this standard of interspecies prejudice and these like scuzzy human bars that are what my fellow adventurers keep dragging me around. So I just sort of like look down on myself and then I just be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> at, at which point my bardy character will also say, no. But I do know a local ballad. Okay. So, start a round. You roll 2d6. Okay, let me just bring up the, the online dice roller that I closed like an idiot a few seconds ago. <laughs> so 2d6, okay, yep. so... Three. On a three, a local boy visits the landlord's daughter. Can okay, you tell about about this on the Wiccan man? Yeah, yeah, just a bit. I, say, <laughs> I assume there's some sort of, like, barely clad woman, like, slapping her ass against a wall or something. <laughs> Uh, since it's based on the Wicker Man. But so, so I presume we've like seen the local lad like disappearing to his assignation without the landlord's daughter. Indeed. That's fair. I'll oh, raise a glass to that. I, I won't raise a glass to it because like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not interested <laughs> in these like weird human mating rituals. I'm just here for the ale, so I shall. Okay, my go. So if you'd hit the button on the dice roller. Seven. On a seven. An old local tells a spooky ghost story. Oh, that's quite cool, because uh, obviously we'd normally sort of do the roleplay bit, but we're doing this for, like, example. So I presume if you were using this as part of a D&D game, you could have been like, oh, there's some old, like, spooky ruins of the old abandoned manor house up on the hill, and that could mm-hmm. lead to another adventure, so that's pretty cool. Or similarly, it's just a place to stick in a bit of waffle if you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so should we roll the... So... That's one round done. Okay. We have had a drink. So okay, so... That's one player point. So you've there. ticked one of the player boxes there. Yeah. Okay. And the idea is to still have one of these boxes left when we get out of the pub. Okay. I think I maybe should have given us more boxes if we're going to do three pubs. Well, that's we have fine. To do that. three rounds in each pub, don't we? But anyway... That's the point of a playtest, isn't it? So. so, we finish up our first round of drinks... We go back over to the bar, get some more in. You roll your dice. What did you get? Okay. Four. On a four. One of the regulars tells a smutty joke. I, I should probably like laugh along with that, and I imagine I'd probably tell, like, what in Dwarven society is quite a filthy joke, probably involving rocks and mining. <laughs> but it'll probably fall on deaf ears in this human bar, because I'm... Humans just don't really get our sense of humour. I think we're a bit too deep as a species. They're a bit, they're a bit more sort of shallow, like fart and, uh, fart and um, sort of cabbage jokes and stuff like that. Was we're not really down with that. If your joke doesn't involve like a metal ore in the first like, line, I'm not interested. <laughs> Whereas the bard will come up with the height of humour for this particular area. Fair enough. What did the farmer's wife say to the farmer? How's the cabbages? <laughs> Uh, I shall wipe the bar to draw off my arm and then uh, go go back to my drink whilst uh, being slightly bewildered at the fact that all the people in the pub are laughing their asses off. I'll just sort of shake my head and be like, oh, humans. <laughs> okay, so for your roll, it's a four. It's a four as well. Another smutty joke. So that's another round survived. Okay, so we go up, order some more drinks. 
sit back down at the table. Okay, so let's see what I roll. Seven. On a seven. Uh, that's a spooky ghost story again. Okay, so shall I make your roll then? Yep. So nine. Oh, nine. Oh, you are asked if you would like to take part in the May Day celebrations. Well, of course my bard would like to take part in the May Day celebrations. No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I- I'll play many a song for you while you dance around your maypole. I'm like, that's fine, to be honest. I- I'm fed up with humans reminding me how short I am anyway without, <laughs> without them going, oh, would you mind like dancing around this giant pole? No, I'm good, thanks. So, that's another round survived, and this would be the point where we would leave the pub. Yep. Go on to another. Okay. However, we've only got this one pub, and we both know which bit of the game we want to kick off. Okay. So, we'll go to... We've got three boxes. So The NPCs have got three boxes. So we're going to go as though we'd rolled for a bar and brawl. As though we'd rolled a brawl. Just to see how the mechanic works. Okay, so just to let people know, we've got the hex flower in front of us. I'm going to put a token for both of us in the middle hex. And let's see where we end up. So I'm going to roll my 2d6 to see where I go. And that is a 6. So I've landed a blow on one of the brawlers, so we knock off one of the NPC spaces. Okay. And both the NPCs and the PCs have like three spaces in this. Okay. So let's see where you go. So it's a five. So I go straight down. Yeah, you go to there. To there. So you're sort of, obviously as the um, the flagons have started flying, you're taking cover. Damn right. This is an expensive musical instrument. I need to make sure it's well protected. Okay. So let me roll a d6. Okay, so 2d6, sorry. So I've got a 10. So I'm moving up there. Unfortunately, it, someone's landed a blow on me, so it's minus one to the PC. So obviously someone's taken exception to me clubbing them with a flagon, and they've retaliated. Let's see where you're going. So it's an eight. So you go across. Obviously, you've come in to support me and you smacked an NPC. Indeed. So it's minus one off the NPC box. So we've currently got two boxes clear. They've got one box clear. So let me make a roll to see where I end up in this chaotic barroom brawl. I move to there. So it's minus one NPC. So. Okay, we survived the barroom brawl. Or perhaps the NPCs need some more hit points. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to keep? Playing this bit? Yeah, can As, do. Right. We'll stick another three on each. So we're going to stay where we are or start again? Oh, we can start again if you want. I'm not fussed. Well, let's start again. Okay, so move us back to the centre. So, the brawl starts. The full moon begins to rise and the locals get nasty. Okay. All right. So, do you want to start this time? Mm-hmm. That's a four for you. Take cover. So you're straight under that table like a whippet. See what I'm, my dwarf's up to. Two. Mm, more, more people, people join the brawl. The NPCs so. get one extra point. Oh dear, I don't know about that. Obviously the locals have called in some of like, the strong arms to like try and like deal with us. Obviously they're not like, being shown up by a dwarf who's like an adventurer and like knows how to like, hold his own in a brawl. So they're the cowardly human scum. They're trying to overcome me with sheer weight of numbers. So, roll my dice. Oh, that's a six. Uh, that's a six. 
Oh, I'm thrown out of a window, so I can choose to leave at this point. Okay. And this is where that element of you've got to keep the party together before you can move on to the next pub comes in. Okay. Because you've either got to go back in there and help your mate or wait for him to come out. Okay, so you stayed outside or...? Uh, it's pretty nasty in there. I think I might wait for you. Fair enough. Okay, so that's a seven for me. So I'm taking cover, and it's another seven. So I've also been thrown out of a window. <laughs> so we're both outside, so we can just like yeah. dust ourselves down and like go like, let us never speak. Let us never speak of this again. And <laughs> we'll like, move on to the next pub. So yeah. Do you like the game, love? Yeah, it's it seems like it seems okay. Like you say, it is. Uh, don't get me wrong, I enjoy playing that. It is a bit board gaming, as you know. I'm not like a really big connoisseur of like board games. Um, I, I, I I like it in terms of like how it could be linked to a sort of role play session. Um, so it, it's mostly just a bit of silly waffle. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's I think, I think like you say, as a, as a bit of beer and pretzels, sort of fun, you know, to like pull out and have a quick go. And I think it's a good idea, especially if you've had more pubs. And like, we didn't get any of the pub specific events, but especially if you landed on them, it could be quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if I was going to incorporate it into a like an RPG session, I probably wouldn't have the pub crawl element because in RPGs you don't tend to go on a massive pub well, crawl. No, obviously not. You tend to just like rock into a particular tavern, or you start in a tavern, or you well, get an adventure. On, how, how many medieval villages had more than one tavern? Well, <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I'm no scholar of history, but so um, not often a GM puts two in the same map. <laughs> I've obviously not been to some of the villages in my D and D games, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I think what I'd probably do is I'd keep the hex flower as it is. That seems fine. Um, I like the description of the pub. That was cool. Uh, I'd probably... I'd pro- if I was fitting it into a roleplay session, I probably wouldn't have the... I'd play up the roleplay aspect at the start. I wouldn't have, like, the uh, roll three times for, like, random events. Because you don't tend... Even, in, even well, when there's, like, no. random events, you don't tend to get them that often in an RPG. So what 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 I'd just do is I'd keep the I'd keep the actual random events table, but I'd just say for like I, I don't know a bunch of pocket figures out there. Let's say like every five ten minutes the player character spend role playing in the pub. You roll like a d six. If you get like a one, it's like a random mm-hmm. encounter. You just roll to see what random event happens. And obviously one of those can be the brawl blade breaks out. Then you can bust out your hex flower, and on you go. Mm-hmm. And that's probably how I'd do it, sort of like fit it in with a more like traditional sort of RPG. I'm really just sort of looking at doing like one of those collaborative type games that you don't actually need a GM for. Yeah. But one that's specifically targeted at that like pub crawl, pub roll, rock, like waffle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I definitely think it's got legs. I mean, if it was me, like I say, I'd just be... Because obviously I GM a lot of RPGs and I'm not so much of a board gamer. I'd be looking at this in terms of, like, right, what elements can I take out of this to put into a, a standard mm. RPG game? And as I've just been saying, a lot of the stuff that you've got here, with only, like, a little minor tweak or two, could be very easily slotted into an RPG. So... For, for me, and again, this is just flight thin into an RPG. I just remove the pub crawl element, just keep it as the one pub, <laughs> maybe tune down the random events a bit. 
So, like, because I've seen an RP in the board game, you're literally just going into the pub to do the events and get on with the game. In an RPG, you like you go into the pub for a particular reason. You're getting some adventure hooks there. You're talking to the locals. You're doing all that role play stuff. So, I'd just say, as I was saying, for every like five ten minutes, they're in there. Roll a d6. If you get like a one roll one of the random events and that's the stuff that's going on in the background while you're doing your other stuff so you could be there like talking to like the hooded stranger is like yeah i've got a job for you adventuring types and he's sliding his uh sliding his gold across the table or whatever the gm rolls a d6 gets a one of oh, a random event rolls on the table oh, i've got the barber also like a couple of the locals start like slagging each other off fists start flying and a huge barber breaks out that you're just sort of dragged into and I think, I think, yeah, it could definitely work in that sort of scale for an RPG session. But as you say, it's all—it's nice that it's also perfectly serviceable as like a, a sort of beer and pretzel star board game, which is quite fun in its own right. Because I mean, I've quite enjoyed like this little mess around with it. Like you say, we're already doing like the like an early sort of playtest. We've only got the one pub. I think if you had more of those, obviously you could add a lot more variety in. So yeah, I think it works. Cool. I'm glad you like the looks of it. Um, yeah anyone that's listening would love to hear your feedback and hopefully we'll get a couple more of these done before christmas and even if we can't actually go on a pub crawl at christmas we can go on a pub crawl at christmas yeah and what we'll do is when we put this episode up in it'll be on our blog on the blog post i'll take scans of the, the hex flower map and the notes that hannah's made we'll put them up along with it so if you want you can just they'll, they'll be in rough form because we haven't sort of tidied it all up yet these are play test notes only so don't be hitting us up and saying like oh the layout's rubbish and it's all done by hand because mm-hmm. yes it is but it's it's not a sort of finished article it's just like a play test thing but feel free to go on there grab these like these downloads feel free to use them give them a test out see what you think get in touch with us if you want to leave us some feedback you can either leave us a voicemail using speakpipe there'll be a link in the description of this show or you could drop us an email at rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com until we see you next time take care stay safe and keep gaming bye Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da